Good morning again and welcome to a brand new week. Welcome to Monday. It is October the 4th and uh, today we're back in uh, Psalm 72. Uh, we're going to be looking at, at verses 5 through 7 this morning and I uh, hope you had a great weekend. Uh, I know I did. Um, I'm ready for this week and I'm ready for God, what God has for us in this devotion for today. The title of today's, today's devotion is, You Are Called to Flourish. You Are Called to Flourish. Today we're going to be back in Psalm 72 and we're going to be looking at what God's Word has to say to us through these verses and we're going to be looking at particularly verses 5 through 7. Through Jesus Christ, you're called to flourish. Let's see what, what the, the writer of this psalm has to say in verses 5 through 7. Verse number 5 starts like this. May they fear you as long as the sun shines, as long as the moon remains in the sky. Yes, forever. May the king's rule be refreshing like spring rain on freshly cut grass, like the showers that water the earth. May all the godly flourish during his reign. May there be an abundant prosperity until the moon is no more. You are called to flourish. This psalm or this section of this psalm seems to be an answer to the prayer that we looked at on Saturday. Um, the prayer that was prayed in, in verses 1 through 4 to be a servant. We're called to serve the Lord. And, and this seems to be an answer to that prayer. Or as, uh, as the writer is talking here, there's the, the answers that's going to come are these things. Uh, that wisdom would come and servanthood would follow. Um, that the king, the people, uh, actually all the above that all of these would prosper and flourish, that all of these people would fear the Lord. Uh, and just just a side note, remember the fear of the Lord is not a, a scared fear, it's a reverent fear. It's an awe of who God is and a sense of his presence that he is all-powerful. And uh, we want to follow an all-powerful God, right? When this type of heart leads us and this type of living when we have a heart that is a servant of the Lord and we have a reverent fear of the Lord, then our lives are going to reflect that. And then when that type of living happens, that's when the prosperity comes to all that follow after God's wisdom. Note the wording here also. This isn't just a desire for the king, and it's not just a desire for the king or the people who are under this particular king or kingdom. It's for all generations. It's for all people. This is the kind of a messianic prophecy of a, a ruler that will come, uh, that will be able to rule all nations and all people. Um, and we know that to be Jesus Christ because he came for all mankind. But the psalmist is praying for all people to come to this type of wisdom, this this kind of understanding. And, and he's noting here and making it known that this is for everyone. It's for everyone to have and to have this kind of relationship and this kind of king to live in their lives. Notice as the psalmist pours out his petitions, they flow into these prophecies. They're these desires that are formed after his heart is after God. 
These are desires that are formed from a reverent fear of the Lord. This is the, I guess I would say the outcome or uh, the fruit. When we fear the Lord and we become a servant for the Lord, then our prayers are going to be that everybody flourishes. We want everybody to know the saving power and, and the peace that only God can bring. That's the love. That's the joy. That's the peace. That's the the power. Um, Our will becomes God's will. Our will becomes his will. As we become servants of him, his will becomes ours. Most of the time, uh, what happens in our flesh is we want God's will to become our will. We we want to, we may not say this, but what we really want is we want him to transform. We want us to be able to transform him, to mold and shape him and conform his plan to our plan or what we have in mind. And I know you know this, but it doesn't work like that. We're to become servants of the king. He rules. His character becomes ours. We're made righteous because of him. Uh, As Paul said, we become ambassadors of the king. Our presence, as we serve him, our presence will signify his presence, which in turn, his power becomes our power, his glory, our glory. Are you getting this? Uh, It's just so powerful. So when, when we're at, and just think about this for a minute, when, when we're at the supermarket, because we are there, because we are servants of the king, because we are ambassadors of the king, when we're at the supermarket, God's presence is at the supermarket. When we walk into Walmart, God's presence walks into Walmart. Are you, are you seeing this? This is the king. This is the prayer. This is the power the, the writer of the psalm says the king's rule will be refreshing, like spring rain on freshly cut grass, like showers that water the earth. His, his presence brings peace in turmoil situations. His presence be, bring right and just leadership in situations that may be out of control or chaotic. His presence brings refreshing, just like the rain. And when when our king is Lord of our lives, then our presence will bring that type of refreshing as we are around. God sends such a rich blessing. His people will flourish and there will be an abundance of peace or as the word here of peace is shalom, the Hebrew word shalom. And it will last an un, uh, uncomprehensive time. Actually, he says, until the moon is no more, until there's no more heavens, until there's no more earth. This type of blessing is for everyone. This rule is the rule that God has created in a prophetic creation through Jesus Christ. And Jesus said, where I am, there you are going to be. Um, Paul reiterated that we're, we're, we're not our old selves, that we're new in Christ, that where we are, he is. We are one. We are grafted into his family. We are made one with him as he and the Father. I mean, the scriptures go on and on. And this king or this writer, as he's writing this, he's prophetically 
talking about a time when this will come about, when the king, the king of kings will rule and righteousness will thrive. We've seen this several other times in in Solomon's writing. Specifically, I I found two verses here, Proverbs 29.2, when the righteous thrive, the people rejoice. When the wicked rule, the people groan. Uh, Ecclesiastes 10.3, happy is the land whose king is a noble leader. All of this comes about in this, this writer is prophesying. He's seeing a time when Jesus is going to bring this kind of rule. Honestly, that is uncomprehensible and out of this world. And can I tell you that rule is here now. All people, young and old, rich and poor, you can flourish because the king of kings and the Lord of lords has made the ultimate sacrifice. Maybe we're the kings and the queens that Solomon is talking about here. Maybe all of God's people are this. Jesus said to his disciples, you're going to rule and reign in a heavenly kingdom, and we will too. But as followers, we're to be like Jesus Christ so that we can bring peace into situations, right judgment, right rule. And I don't know, maybe you're that person this week. Maybe it's you that God wants to use in a circumstance to turn someone's heart around this week, today maybe. Maybe you're the peace that comes from Jesus and and you bring that peace. Maybe you're the light that's supposed to shine in the dark place at the where you work or maybe you're the salt that's supposed to season the family that you're I don't know that you're the the oldest of. I, I don't know what your situation is today or this week. But what I know is when Christ lives and rules and reigns in our hearts and in our lives, then people flourish from the presence of God. And that presence leaks and moves out of us. Once again, all of these circumstances... All of this that we're talking about stems from servant situations. And as servants of the king, a servant of the king flourishes. And so are we called to flourish. We are called to flourish where we're planted. And you're called to serve the one who is peace, the one who is light, who is the leader. So my question to you simply is today, are you flourishing or are you just existing I want to encourage you today. You're called to flourish. Flourish where God has planted you because you are the servant of the God Most High. You are a child of the God Most High. You are a, a child of the King. Flourish and allow His presence, allow His Word to change your life and the lives of people around you. Heavenly Father, thank you for this word today. So, so very powerful, God. God, let us maybe even just kept, catch just a glimpse of how powerful these words are for us. How encouraging these words are for us. God, let it mold and shape our lives today. God, as we live and serve you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining me today. Lord willing, I'll be back with you again tomorrow. Um, Remember, 
I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you specifically this week that God's going to flourish you where he's got you planted. Remember, God is with you everywhere you go. His power and his spirit dwells in you. Let him live out in you this week. God bless you. Lord willing, I'll see you tomorrow.